Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, how about your Tampa Bay Lightning? They score less than two minutes into the game, and they never trail, and they went 4-1 to one at their House of Horrors, the TD Center in Boston, to take a 2-1 to one lead in their series against the Bruins. Andre Palat, man, he was fantastic. A couple of goals, and even the captain got on the board. We asked about him. Well, he delivered with an empty netter. Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Rays, not such a good day. They lose another one-run ball game, this time 3-2 to two in 12 innings to Detroit on a walk-off bunt, but they finished the road trip 5-3. and three. And did Kevin Cash take Blake Snell out of the game too soon or not soon enough? That's something he's wondering. And the sneaker soiree is tonight. I'm going to tell you who I'll be giving out the Lifetime Achievement Award to, somebody that's very close to my family, as it turns out. All that and more on this Thursday edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. Hi, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. And before we get started, with this podcast, I want to tell you about a special offer from Audible.com. Sign up now and get a free 30-day trial. That's a $15 value and a free audiobook. Just go to audibletrial.com slash sportsday. That's spelled A-U-D-I-B-L-E trial.com slash sportsday for a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Well, well, Tom Jones, what do you think about your lightning now? Man, these people are just burying Tom for his original column saying that this is where it ends, this is the end of the road. Well, uh, you know, it's Boston, so we, let's go all goodwill hunting on him and say, you like apples? How about them apples, man? Well, they since put since it Tom's in Boston, is he even going to come back? Or is he <laughs> I just don't know. Stay? He's there for at least one more game. Uh, he could stay. Look, he was. Re- I saw he uh, put out on Twitter a uh, picture of himself and Joe Smith, one of our former colleagues now with The Athletic. They, they were at uh, Fenway Park. And uh, they were, uh, I guess they were rooting for the Sox. I don't really know. They were playing the Kansas City Royals. So they had a good time at the ballgame uh, before, uh, before yesterday's game or tonight's game. But, um, look, it's uh, – it, of course, we all know we're kidding, Tom, because he really, frankly, doesn't care who wins. But he did think Boston was going to win this series, and maybe they still will. Um, but this was, a, this was a huge win. I mean, to go in there, uh, now they've won two in a row. And, of course, they, they reclaim home ice, if you will. Uh, I mentioned uh, at, at the top, uh, and this is undeniable, I mean, the best player on the ice, uh, again, was Andre Palat. Uh, he has he has two goals. Um, you know, John Cooper, I think, after the game, called him a beast. Uh, and, and he really was. And, and he set the tone early. I was stunned, Steve, by how, how quickly they jumped on the Boston Bruins. You know, I thought that the crowd – you know, obviously you're, you know, you go on the road and that's, that's been a place this is only the 10th win, I think in the history of the franchise up there. Ninth, um, ninth. I believe this was the 10th. It was the ninth, seven regular season wins. And then this is the second playoff win. Okay. Well, all right then it's ninth. You've been right about all the numbers today. So it's the ninth win, which is not very many, but, um, but the way they jumped on them was impressive and it was, it was quick. 
Um, in fact, you I think you said to me before the podcast, one of the quickest uh, goals they've had, right? Andre Pilat became the seventh fastest player to score the first two goals for his team in a playoff game uh, in NHL history. He scored the first two goals in the first three minutes and 19 seconds. Wow. Yeah, yeah and, and was... the, first, the first goal, you know, it was a Boston mistake, and the Lightning pounced on it and scored. It was reminiscent of what Boston did in game one. I mean, you know, I can make an argument the Lightning – outplayed Boston they definitely had more puck possession and more chances in game one but every mistake they made seemed to end up in the back of their net well that's what happened to Boston on that first goal and then the lightning just rolled from there yeah it took kind of a bad hop and um uh you know it ended up on uh on Tyler Johnson's stick I guess uh and then wasn't wasn't it Johnson that fed it to uh yes. the first mm-hmm. for the first goal yeah um so that was with what a minute and 47 just gone in the game That'll take the wind out of your sails. And if that wasn't enough, like you said, uh, probably, what, less than a minute or so later. Yeah, a minute and a half uh, later, they score the second. It's uh, in the back of the net again, yeah. yeah. They dominate the first period. Then then they, they get a penalty. So Boston then gets a power play goal, you know, right. l- later in the, the first period, about five minutes to go or so. And so now momentum, the building starts to pick back up. Momentum starts to go to Boston side after getting a power play goal. And the Lightning, two minutes later, answer with Anthony Sorelli's goal to make it 3-1. And that's where mm-hmm. they go to the intermission. And it, it kind of took a lot of the, the, the wind out of their sails. Although Boston, Boston made an impressive push in the second period. Victor Hedman had a four-minute and 25-second shift to start the second period. Yeah, they couldn't get off the ice. I mean, those guys were uh, uh, on there a long time, and, and he, he was on there longest. In fact, I think he had, asked Pierre LeBron during the game, like, how long was I on there? Yeah, Pierre um, mentioned that he did that. And Ryan McDonough was almost four minutes in that shift. Um, they got stuck yeah. on the ice, uh, back in their zone, and then several icing, so they can't change. Um, in the right. second period, you got that long change, so it's a lot harder for defensemen to get off the ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Hedman's used to playing a lot of minutes, not four-minute shifts, but... He's going to log well over 25 a game, but uh, those other guys had to be gassed. And when they withstood that, you know, you felt you felt pretty good about them. Um, I thought Vasilevsky, again, was really solid in that. Boy, let's talk about this uh, Sorelli uh, guy. Um, and and uh, I was going back and forth. Tom calls him Tony. Can we clear it up? Is he Tony Sorelli? He prefers he to be Anthony called Tony. Sorelli? He told the media when he got called up, he prefers to be called Tony. His, he does. I mean, his legal name is Anthony. He wants to be called Tony. Which is why okay. now some have pe- have started ch- calling him. Dave Michigan does. Tom Jones was doing that in tweets tonight. Um, he wants yeah. to be called Tony. I mean, in the media guide, it's Anthony. He's been called Anthony throughout his career, but he wants to be called Tony. Okay, so I told Tom that his friends call him Anthony, so he can call him Tony. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, this guy's special, man. Um, you know, he played only eighteen. Dude, only played eighteen regular season games. Right, I mean, he's mm-hmm. still. I think he's still living in a hotel near Amley Arena, yeah. uh, but uh, he's he scores the goal, his first playoff goal, of course, and and more than that, he drew two penalties. I mean, they couldn't handle him, including one late in the game that you know they they pulled the, they pulled Tuka Rask and uh, they're down a couple goals with a little over three minutes to go, and he he draws a penalty. So this guy, you feel him when he's on the ice. I mean, he he's. And and I was, I can see where John Cooper would be like, heck, I got his one. I mean, what, what, where would you not be confident in having him out there? Well, here's the good news for the Lightning: is Anthony Sorelli's come up. He's done very well. He's a very smart player. He's, he knows exactly where to be on the ice. He's very responsible defensively, which is the hardest thing for young players to to do. 
the thing is, is when Anthony Sorelli was called up, there was two other guys that could have been called up that play very similar, Matthew Joseph and Mitchell Stevens. And they're both in Syracuse ready to be called up, and they're very similar players, play the same type of style, very responsible two-way players. The future's bright. Oh, yeah. Very bright. And you have guys like that that can make an impact and make your team so much deeper. And now, you know, if you remember at the beginning of the year, they were doing a lot of 11-7. And they had the two two top lines, and then Kalorn and Johnson were on the third line, and they would rotate. They only played 11 forwards, so Nikita Kucherov or Stamkos or – you know, they have people double shifting with that line. Once you've added Sorelli now to the mix, now you have three solid lines, scoring lines. And then your fourth line of Callahan Kunitz and Paquette are more, it's more about, you know, hitting, checking, playing defense, forechecking, getting under the skin of the opponents. But you've got, th- now you have three solid scoring lines, which is what you really need to make deep runs in the playoffs. Yeah. And I mean, he's also um, not afraid to stand in there and go to the net. You know, I mean, his goal, his goal, uh, you know, w- was one that uh, he he just kept pounding away. He got the rebound, pounded mm-hmm. it, got you know, finally scored. Um, and you know, he'll take some hits, he'll dish some out. Um, kind of, now he's going to get bigger. I mean, he looks like he has a big frame. He's not the thickest guy. No, know? he's not he's, at all. He's still still pretty wiry, uh, but that has a lot to do with his age. And he's gonna he's gonna get stronger. Um, but he can score. I mean, this guy has some talent, and um, he was terrific. But you know, going back to Palat just for a minute, I mean, think about you know when, when Palat. What did he missed almost two months? I want to say with with the ankle injury. I think it was right? like six weeks, something like that. Six seven weeks. Yeah, uh, with a high ankle so, sprain, which are yeah. you know, hard to come back from, especially on skates. So because of that, you know, because of the time away, he had. You know, career low in goals. I think he had, he had 11 goals and, and 24 assists in uh, in 56 games. But he is back. He is healthy. And you remember now just how great this guy really is. And um, they don't have an answer for him. I mean, it's 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 you know, I, I think that I think that the Lightning has sort of have sort of figured out or at least contained these last couple games anyway with uh, Bergeron and Marchand and. Um, Pasternak, but I don't think the Boston knows what to do with that line. Well, and, and we were talking tonight, uh, you know, and going back to the beginning of the year when Kalorn and Johnson were on that third line and had guys double shifting in, and they both kind of got off to slower starts in the season and kind of didn't have set lineups and stuff. One of the things we've learned, and, and since they put this line together at the end, Johnson and Palat play very well together. That may be the yes. best combo of players that they have, that they just – they. When they're on the ice together, good things happen. No matter who that, and they were part of the triplets, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Whether it's Kucherov or Braden Point now, or whoever you want to put on that line, they play very well together. And putting that pair together, and then with Braden Point, you know, Boston had controlled the changes tonight, so they didn't want Pasternak, Bergeron, and Marchand against that line because they want they want them to score against a different line. They want them to breathe. <laughs> but you know, the Krejci right. line, which is who they started with on Bra- the, the Braden Point line, couldn't contain them. They couldn't scored two quick them, goals. No. So they had to start putting the, the Bergeron line against Point, and they don't want to do that because that's their only scoring line, and now you're putting that out against Tampa Bay's best defensive line. Yeah, exactly right. And they're spending way too much time in their own zone and not not getting up and down the ice like they want to. So, yeah, they were impressive. And, and I'll tell you, and they made this point on the telecast, uh, Steve, that uh, this team, you know, Iserman, 
No dummy, right? I mean, he's becoming the GOAT now with GMs. If he wins a cup, look out, because they might win four or five. I mean, that's that's how good I think this guy is. Um, but, you know, he's, he, of course, we know all the trades he made and getting guys, uh, you know, the guys from the Rangers and whatnot. But he also got people um, like Chris Kunitz, you know, who has, what, won, he's on four Stanley Cups in mm-hmm. the last three in a row. Um, he's won three you know, with Pittsburgh we, and one with Anaheim before that. Yeah, and so you know, and then and then we know about, of course, we know about Callahan and 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 the dirty things they do. And when those guys are on the ice, and they made this point during the tell us, they said, you know what? They just know how to win hockey games. Mm-hmm. They will do all the dirty things. They will play roles. They will be selfless. They go out there and just sort of, it, it's like um, you know, sort of like a boxer that just keeps going to the body. It's not flashy. Nobody's head snapping back. But after a while, man, they just beat you down they just wear you down um you know with finishing every check and winning every battle in the corner and you know um just just all you know standing in front of the net just all the little things that you do and and you know and and it's it's fun to watch them because they they get off on it you know like Mm -hmm. they really they really are just under everybody's skin and what's been impressive is that i don't know that i thought going into it that like tampa bay uh, was going to be more physical, you know, than than Boston. You think about you know the Z Man and Char and all that, and um, and yet I think you'd have to say you'd have to say they're the they're the more physical team. Uh, yeah, I would agree on that. You know, it's it's funny because even going back to the playoffs, you know, two years ago and three years ago when they made the Stanley Cup run, is you know the knock on Tampa Bay is they're not physical. They just want to skate. That if you're physical with them, you can throw them off their game and beat them. But throughout those playoffs, especially in the Detroit series, but you know, even in the Ranger series and others in those playoffs, the more physical you get with the Lightning, the better they play. Like it gets them in the game. It keeps them focused. It keeps them, you know. That's true. It, it's it's funny when you see the teams, you know, trying to get under the skin of the Lightning because it almost focuses them more. It almost puts yeah, them in the right mindset. Yeah, you're just skating up and down. Hockey. They may screw up and you know and and um, turn one over here or there. But you're right. I think you're right about that. And they're not known for that because in the regular season, that's not what they're looking for. But you know, you asked you about Kunitz and Callahan and even guys like Girardi and McDonough yeah. and McDonough, guys that yeah. have been in the playoffs over and over and over again. You know, as the the Lightning, you know, whether they struggled down the stretch or kind of had on cruise control because they were in the playoffs and and getting ready, they have guys that know how to turn it up. That, right? You know that you know they were doing things at the end of the season that was to get them ready, but they weren't they weren't giving max effort necessarily every game near the end, and and they were saving it for the playoffs because they know how to turn. They have enough veterans on this team that know how to do that. They know what the sacrifice is, and and they were yeah. They, I think you're right. I think saving it is a good way of putting it. Um, and and I will say this too, like somebody asked me uh, online, uh, and thanks for you know communicating with us at at Sports Day TV. Um, and they were, uh, asking, you know, over as this series moves forward, you know, maybe we didn't see it in game one, the lightning had a lot of time off and that, that could have actually affected them negatively in some respects. But as this series keeps going on, that rest is going to be what helps the lightning They're And they already are the quicker team. They're already faster. Um, that was another comment that was made, uh, you know, during the telecast is man, man, you know, it's just it's just so obvious how much quicker and faster 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. They are than Boston right now. Well, Boston's always been kind of a slower team. Now, they've really remade the team and have gotten a lot quicker than they've ever been in the past. Um, yeah. But they're not, they're not at the Lightning's level when it comes to team speed at all. They're not close. Mm. And that's, that's yeah, very that's, evident in this series. Yeah. And the fact that they had a seven-game series in the first round, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that plays a role. Maybe it doesn't. But I'll say this. They got their home ice back. They did, they did what, essentially what Boston did. They, they've gone in and won the first game on the road. Now let's see if they can double it up because if they do, man, you give you give Tampa Bay a really good shot at maybe closing it out uh, when they get back here to Emily. Hey, your goal your goal going to Boston was take one of two. That was your That's goal. Right. You got the first one. Now let's get greedy. Uh, now it's that, house that, money. Yeah. Now you, yeah. That that's got to be the Lightning's goal is let's get greedy. So we have a shot to come back to Tampa Bay and close it out there and close not have to out. get on a plane again, which is what they said against the New Jersey series too. Let's not get on a plane again. They right. have a they Which have a chance only... to to come back and never get on a plane again until the next round. And once again, if you look at that other series, it looks like Pittsburgh and Washington are going to beat each other up for what could be another six or seven game series. Yeah, all these series. I mean, San Jose uh, tied it up with Vegas tonight, so that series is tied two yep. two. Um, Winnipeg Winnipeg's uh, kept home ice advantage after stealing it in the first two games against Nashville, so they're up two to one. And then Washington Pittsburgh's up two to one. A funny story about that. So the Nationals are hosting the Pirates tonight, or hosted the Pirates. Oh tonight. wow, the same combo, yeah. And apparently, according to Twitter, every half inning during it, between innings, they were playing the Ovechkin game-winning goal every half inning tonight, <laughs> trolling the Pittsburgh sure, players and media and whoever else was there rooting for them. But I thought that hey, was it's funny. been a it's been a pretty good week if you're a Tampa Bay team up in that city in Boston. They got to be sick of them because the Rays went in there and they they won a series. They took two out of three against the Red Sox, and now uh, you have the Lightning, who have never fared well at the TD uh, TD Garden there, and they they end up, of course, with Game Three wins. So, man, if you're just kind of chilling in Beantown, man, and you're walking around with a Tampa Bay hat, you feel pretty like scoreboard, you know. And we're good here. <laughs> Game four will be Friday night at TD Garden. Tomorrow on the podcast, we're going to be talking to Dave Mishkin, who's in Boston, of course, calling the action. So we'll have him on tomorrow yeah. to preview game five. He's great. And, and we'll, you know, we'll get into, obviously, we'll preview game five. We'll also just talk about it's the game job four. That I, he I does. was my mistake. It's game four, not game, game five. Game four. <laughs> I repeated you. Um, yes, you did. We'll talk to him about game four. But uh, even more importantly, I want to, I just want to get into what, uh, what Dave does and how he does it. I'm, I'm I'm absolutely floored by uh, someone who can. So, what looks to be seamless, and I know he's done it a long time, but when you think about the names in the National Hockey League, right, and and the different nationalities, and um, uh, just you know, a radio play-by-play guy is there is there a tougher broadcasting job than that? You did Major League Baseball for years with Skip Carey and guys like that, and um, you know that that has its own rhythm and pace, and um, you know I've listened to plenty of football and baseball. I I don't think there could be an e- a harder job than what a, a guy like Mitch does and he does it uh, with so much enthusiasm at the right time. I mean you can 
if you're driving in your car, you're listening on the radio, the tension builds just by his voice. You know what I mean? Like when you watch a hockey game, you can see it and you sort of feel it naturally. But you can be on the radio and Dave Michigan will tell you whether you should stop breathing or not <laughs> because <laughs> because because he just does. You know, like he's like, I got to get out of here. You know, he just starts to to sort of like uh, uh, give you those inflections that you that you realize that they're really in trouble uh, or or that they're about to score. There's or there's a rush, you know, an odd man rush coming and and, and, and you can, you, you know, you're, you're not watching the game, but man, you can really feel it. And, and sense it. Uh, he calls the, the game he calls. like a fan watches it. Yeah, except that I don't have to call out all those names. Yeah, well, yes. Or tell, but, you, or tell but, you where the puck but is. But the excitement, the tension, the the drama, the fear, the you know, the exhilaration. And you can see it because he tells you where the puck is. You mm-hmm. know, if you if you can picture if you can picture a, a you know if you can picture a hockey. Uh, you know, hockey rink. Uh, you, you know, you know where all the lines are, and you can. He'll tell you exactly where it is. Um, but it is fascinating to me that whole job, and he does such a great job, and certainly he has perspective on the Lightning because he did cover, you know, the Stanley Cup uh, championship games and championship teams and 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 all the playoff teams, and so I'm anxious to see just what he thinks of where the Lightning are in this series and just overall, you know, because I I think they've turned a corner now, Steve. I I think. If you're Boston, I think you need to start to be really, really desperate. And 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 I think they're going to be a very desperate team. Obviously, they can't lose both games at home. Um, but I wonder if they haven't kind of started to realize that, you know what, these guys got a little too much for us. You know, one through four lines, they got a little too much. I think you're going to see – I think they're going to have to put Ryan Donato in, who's a young player, came up very late in the season, uh, as a goal scorer. Uh, does very well offensively, not as good on the defensive end, which is probably why he's not playing in the playoffs. I think you're going to have to insert him in the lineup and, and figure out how you can get a second line that can get some production offensively going. Otherwise, you've got no shot in this series. Yeah. Now, I'd feel hap- I'd feel confident if I was a Tampa Bay fan. I really would. So we'll, uh, we'll continue. We'll check in with Dave Michigan tomorrow. You want to make sure you're here for that interview and uh, get you ready for what will be uh, game four, right? Game four, yep. Of the uh, Stanley uh, Cup uh, championships there in round two against Boston and Tampa Bay. Okay, so the Rays, meanwhile, they're headed home. And, you know, look, they had a good road trip. Um, they Now, they've lost three out of four games. <laughs> so they're not they're kind of coming home limping a little bit. Um, but five and three most road trips you would take, certainly. And um, the sad thing is they had a chance to make it really an, an outstanding road trip. And come home uh, six and two. Uh, they jumped on the Tigers a little bit. They should have gotten more runs. I think they were up two to nothing in this game. Um, you know, Tigers come back and tie it. And uh, Blake Snell, he, you know, the numbers are good. He gives up a home run for the, um, you know, for the for the tying run to make it a two-two game. Um, and yet, I thought he, I th- still think he pitched really well. I thought he pitched well enough, well enough to get the win. Or, um, you know, certainly he didn't get the loss, but. Uh, he's still he's still throwing the baseball as well as anybody on their staff right now. Uh, not as fast with the fastball command, especially early in the count. He had some longer counts. He didn't get ahead of hitters like he had been doing. So he wasn't perfect. But even without his best stuff, I mean, I think that's the mark of a great pitcher is when you go out there and maybe you don't have the pinpoint command that you need, but you battle through it and you're still dominant. You know, I mean, he was still dealing. Um, and – you know, it's funny after the game. I, I couldn't really fi- figure out Kevin Cash's logic because I think, 
I think Cash wanted to take him out um, before the home run, before he served up the home run. But then I think he was also alternately mad that he took him out after he hit the home run. Um, I couldn't quite figure that out. But I know Snell was upset because he had not even thrown 90 pitches yet. And you could see that he was kind of, uh, kind of you know, bewildered that he came out of that game at 2-2. Um, but the offense, you know, you got credit. Detroit's pitching was really, really good in this series. I, I You know, their bats cooled. I mean, they weren't going to score eight runs a game like they had been doing uh, for most of the road trip and even even going back to, you know, last weekend or before. Uh, so they've, they've cooled down a bit offensively. Um, but, you know, this team comes home. They're two games under five hundred, and um, – you know, I thought it, I thought it was a pretty good road trip overall. I think they'll take it. Look, in baseball, you want to go 500 on the road. You want to win mm-hmm. two out of three at home and go 500 on the road, and that's going to be a very successful season. That's uh, 90-some wins if you do that. Yeah. So oh, five, heck, and th- yeah. five and three road trips, good. Yeah, I mean, you, you hate losing the three of your last four, but you won the first four on the trip, including beating Boston two out of three on this trip, who's, you know, the best team in your division. Um, mm-hmm. So a successful trip. Now, the key is you've got Toronto in town this weekend. You got to take care of business. Yeah, you got to take care of them, and then you, you know, and Toronto's doing pretty well this year. And then you got Atlanta coming to town on this home stand. And Atlanta's now in first place in the NL East. They passed the Mets tonight. Um, that's they're, crazy. They're red hot. And they got some great young players on that team. That's that's a team built to compete for several years coming. I mean, the prospects they have and the the hitters, um, uh, Albies and uh, now Acuna's up, and that's a good young team right there that they got they got to face on this home stand as well. You know, they'll take it they, after they dug themselves out of a, what, 3-12 and 12 start or something like that. They'll certainly take where they're at right now. Also, uh, tonight, I will be headed out to the Pepin, uh, I don't know what they call that place. Um, T. Pepin Hospitality Center? T. Pepin Hospitality, yeah, is that what it is? Hospitality Center? I should know that because I know Tom. Um, and I've been out there many times. But it's the Sneaker Soiree. That is a fantastic event. If, if people have not been out to it. It is a wonderful One of the event, and, and it started uh, six, seven years ago. I remember I was at the first couple, one of them. I haven't been in a couple years, but uh, just a yeah. fantastic event that the Tampa Bay Sports Commission puts on, Rob Higgins and company. Rob Higgins does such a great job, yeah. He is He's such, very creative. He is such an asset for this community when it comes to sports and, and, and everything that goes into that, that people don't realize how good he is. Yeah, no, I agree, and he makes this event special because he's always doing something unique. Um, you know, typically they try to get representatives from the three, you know, um, professional sports teams, at least uh, I'm not discounting the Rowdies, but, you know, the Bucks, the Rays and the Lightning. Um, of course, the Lightning, you know, these things are scheduled a year in advance. They didn't know if they're going to be home or on the road. As it turns out, they're not here. I, I think the intention was to have John Cooper. Um, I'm sure somebody from the organization will fill in his shoes. I know Jason Light will be there. Um, I believe Kevin Cash is going to be there as well. And I think you might see their wives because uh, I think they have something planned with that. Um, but uh, it's going to be a fun program, and, and uh, you know they give out they give out awards. They honor athletes. Uh, there's there's some it's, you're going to cry. <laughs> there's some there's some inspirational stuff always in the program, and you see you just see a lot of guys around. A lot of you know former Bucks and um, you know all the big uh, the big names in town. So. But I'm going to have an opportunity to uh, to give out uh, an award to, uh, as it turns out, my wife's boss, uh, Eddie DeBartolo, uh, is going to uh, get the uh, Leroy Selman Lifetime Achievement Award. And um, so that's going to be fun. And the Times does that anyway, but it just so happens that, you know, heck, I'm there, so why not, why not do that? But 
Um, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't been in a few years. It's always, like you said, it's always a lot of fun. Um, you know, just always a good program, and, and that's such a beautiful place to have it. Now, did you go so, out and get a new pair of sneakers for the event? You know, I didn't. Um, I, I'm i not a big running. I mean, I have running shoes, but I haven't bought new ones in a while, and like, sometimes there's a good reason to do it, but I get in the sneaker thing. I think I'm just going to go with, like, a pair of Echoes, which, you know, look like sneakers, but they're not a little more... I, I don't know. I just... No, Rob Higgins they, always has a nice set of new sneakers. For oh, he gets, yeah, he gets, you know, something that just is like flashy and stands out. And, you know, you can't, his, you can't outdo his footwear. There's no. just no way you're going to do no, that. No, not at all. He's got something unique, you know. And I, I don't have a great sneaker game, so I don't want to pretend like I do for this thing. And plus, it's always odd because you're like wearing a suit, you know, and it's, it, of course, that's the whole thing. I think you right? should wear just, sneakers with suits all the time. It's much more comfortable. <laughs> Well, yeah, you could. Um, I know guys that, like I said, they were they were kind of the echoes, the blacks or whatever. They're dressy, and you know a lot of people do that. But um, but anyway, I'll be up there. Not not a great shoe game. Don't pay attention to that. But um, it'll be fun. Looking forward to it. So another one of the better events in Tampa Bay each year, and uh, be good to see Jason Light and his wife and all those all the people from the Bucks are there, and they usually have a table and. Um, I'm not sure what players are going to I don't think Jameis Winston will be there. I think Mike Evans is having something uh, in Texas in his hometown. He's got some charitable events going on. This was something every week, you know, uh, when you get in the off season, some, some player or the others is doing something. Um, so it's great for Mike Evans to be given back in his community down there, uh, you know, in Galveston and, uh, you know, the Houston area or whatnot. So um, we appreciate you guys. As always, we are here uh, Monday through Friday, and the feedback has been terrific. Um, uh, we had a little glitch earlier this year with sound or this week with yeah, SoundCloud, SoundCloud had some issues. I believe everything's fixed now, where the podcast should be loading automatically for you. Um, SoundCloud had a major issue on Monday, I believe it was. Um, yeah, it was affecting it was affecting anybody who uses SoundCloud for podcasting. So, which is what we right. use to upload, and then it goes to iTunes and Google Play and all that. The good news is that um, a lot of people noticed. <laughs> We're, everybody's like, hey, man, I'm on my drive to work. What am I supposed to do? So um, we appreciate that that's your habit and, and that you pointed out to us. And usually poor Steve gets a text message from me about 6 o'clock in the morning when it start, when it happens. But it's only happened, I think, one other time there was any other glitch. So we've been pretty pretty good track record so far. Um, but if it does occur, we'll certainly get it back up as soon as we can as soon as SoundCloud uh, is, uh, is up and functioning. But everything looks good. Everything should be, uh, should be fine. So we want you to continue to interact with us, uh, as always. And you can always reach us on Twitter at SportsDayTV. You can reach me at NFL Stroud or online at uh, rstroud at tampabay.com. We'd love for you to rate and review this podcast. And, Steve, where can they do that? Anywhere you get your podcast. So it could be iTunes or Google Play. Uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, anywhere you get them, you can either like or you can leave comments there. That helps rate and review the podcast. And then, Or you can always go to tampabay.com slash sports. You can uh, leave comments there as well. And remember, you want to make sure that you tune in uh, tomorrow for Dave Mishkin, the play-by-play voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning. No one can get you ready like Dave Mishkin for Game 4 of the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning in the Boston Bruins series up there at TD Garden. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times for Steve Versnick. Have a great day, everybody. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 